Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in his sermon series on Second Peter with this sermon entitled, God's Royal Gifts to His People, preached Sunday, May 13, 2018. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to Second Peter chapter 1, beginning with verse 3. Let us turn to this difficult passage. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 3 and 4. God's royal gifts to his people. Royal means generous and precious. Royal gifts. It's difficult, but it is through the preaching that you receive grace. Therefore... I commend you to pay total attention to the word of God preached. Don't give God a favor. He gives us a favor for which we are ever thankful. Our God gives us royal gifts enabling us Elect sinners characterized by the corruption of death, the wages of our sin, enabling us to participate in the divine nature and escape the decay in the world caused by evil desires. God has given us the royal gift of the Holy Scriptures. From the Scriptures we receive the knowledge of our God and Savior Jesus Christ. Who made atonement by his death on the cross for the sins of the elect sinners of the whole world. Luke 24, 25 through 27 and 45 through 47. He has given us saving faith to trust in Jesus Christ, the only Savior of the world, for our eternal salvation. He took all our sin, guilt and punishment. In his substitutionary sacrifice. And he freely gave us. Gave us believers. His perfect righteousness. As the basis of our eternal salvation. He gives us. His grace and peace. In abundance. Verse 2. To all who obey him. He enabled us to escape the corruption in the world. The world of sinners. The world of dying people. Behold he stinketh. That's the condition of every unbeliever in the world. He gives his grace and peace daily in abundance to all who obey him. 
He enabled us to escape the corruption in the world of sinners. When Jesus called us effectually to follow him. Through the miracle of regeneration. By the Holy Spirit. While we were dead. In our transgressions. And sins. The Holy Spirit. Gave us the gifts. Of true repentance. And saving faith. This Holy Spirit. Infinite God. Indwells every reborn Christian. Enlightening. Empowering. And guiding. To live a holy life. Shining as the light of the world. Jesus called us. By his own glory. And moral excellence. That we by faith in his very great and precious promises. Experience godliness now and glory in the future friends glory is our destiny for God foreloved us in eternity and predestinated us to conform to the likeness of his son in time He effectually called us through the preaching of the gospel by his true ministers sent by the Lord Jesus. As a result, we are justified, reconciled, adopted, being sanctified, and in the future when Christ returns, be glorified. God has given us already all gifts for our full salvation. Glory be to our triune God, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Point number one, our great problem. Friends, sin, death, and eternal hell. That's our problem, sir. The scripture says we are conceived in sin, born as sinners to practice sin. We are dead in sin. That's why we lie, we cheat, we connive, we disobey God. We refuse to confess Jesus Christ as Lord because we are sinners. And we think we are very proud people. You can believe Jesus as Savior and Lord. But I, oh I am wonderful. I have money. I don't need Jesus. God Almighty rebukes such arrogant people. In fact, Peter himself says God opposes the proud. And gives grace To the humble. When Adam sinned. In him all his descendants. 
became sinners and be subject to death and corruption, spiritual, physical, and eternal death. Your money cannot save you. Your big house cannot save you. You must die. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Such a sinner can only sin. He sins 24-7. In his imagination. In his words. And in his deeds. He sins when he sleeps. He can do nothing to please God. He is depraved totally. He is a pervert. You know what that means? Twisted. Every human being is a pervert. Until God straightens him out by regeneration. Behold, he stinks. Let's examine the scripture about total depravity, our problem. Genesis 6, 5, the Lord saw how great man's wickedness on earth had become and that every inclination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil all the time. See, right now, there will be enmity rising if you are not chosen of God. Well, it is a proof that you are not elect. Otherwise, you are so happy to hear the truth that you can say, have mercy upon me. <laughs> Jeremiah seventeen nine: the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can understand it? Only God can understand it. This is what Jesus said, Matthew 15. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, slander. These are what make a man unclean. But eating with unwashed hands does not make him unclean. Romans 3, as it is written, there is no one righteous, not even one. There is no one who understands, no one who seeks God, all have turned away. They have altogether become worthless. There is no one who does good, not even one. Their throats are open graves, their tongues practice deceit. The poison of vipers is on their lips. Their mouths are full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Ruin and misery mark their ways. And the way of peace they do not know. There is no fear of God before their eyes. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. You are not convinced? Yes, Ephesians 2, 1 through 3. 
As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler, that's the devil, of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. In other words, every unbeliever is led by the devil. All of us also lived, all of us, including St. Paul, lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature objects of wrath. Whose wrath? God's wrath. Well, you are not convinced? Listen to James, the Lord's brother. James 1.21 Therefore get rid of all what's her moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept the word planted in you which can save you. You are not convinced? 1 Corinthians 6 Do you not know that the wicked will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor male prostitutes, nor homosexual offenders, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, or nor slanderers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And that's what some of you were. But you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of God. Romans 5, 6 through 10 says this, We are worthless, ungodly, sinners and enemies of God. There is a detestation, hatred for God who created us. Romans 8, Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what that nature desires, but those who live according to the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. The mind of sinful man is death, but the mind controlled by the Holy Spirit is life and peace. The sinful mind is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those controlled by the flesh, sinful nature, cannot please God. Behold what, sir, he stinketh. You can put all the perfume, but the truth is, he stinketh. The most expensive suit. And live in most expensive house. Behold he stinketh. Sin is caused by lust. Peter says evil desires. That's what Paul said. Romans 1. Therefore God gave them over in the sinful desires of their hearts. To sexual immorality for the degrading of their bodies. Because of this God gave them over to shameful loss. Furthermore since they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God. He gave them over to a depraved mind. To do what 
ought not to be done. Eve and Adam, though created perfect, they sinned and died through lust. Second Peter one four, second Peter two ten, second Peter two eighteen, second Peter three and verse three, all these verses speak about lust. Adam and Eve saw the fruit on the forbidden tree of which God said the day you eat thereof you will surely die but the devil said go ahead and eat it you will not surely die that's why people go to churches that will not preach the gospel they like it they are being entertained and you come here you hear truth and the truth will set you free they lasted after it they coveted it they took it they ate it and they hid themselves and they died spiritually and they died later physically last sir you see things on television and you order it isn't it the same thing in glossy magazines you see it and you order it last drives most of the economics of this country last 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 aiken joshua 7 he saw a forbidden robe babylonian robe he saw a forbidden 200 shekels of silver he saw a forbidden 50 shekels of gold he saw he coveted he took he hid and god killed him and his family they were stoned and they were burned Don't ever entertain God is nice he hugs you no matter what you did he kills you and he saves you he's not interested he never asks you what you think of me you are to understand who God is from his holy scriptures and surrender to him David second Samuel 11 He didn't go to war. He stayed home. He looked. He lusted, coveted, and he took. And he committed horrible sin. And he then murdered Uriah the Hittite. Last itself. The Bible said, Exodus 20 verse 17, You shall not covet your neighbor's house. you shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his manservant maid servant his ox or donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor the man who wrote all those psalms he ignored it and he paid for it last sir first john 2:15 through 17 do not love the world or anything in the world for if anyone loves the world the love of the father is not in him for everything in the world 
the last of the flesh the last of his eyes and the boasting of what he has and does is that isn't that what you hear i have this i have that i have several houses damned people behold he stinketh for everything in the world the lust of the flesh the lust of his eyes and the boasting of things comes not from the father but from the world the world and its lust what's up pass away but the man who does the will of god lives forever Ephesians 2 3 all of us also lived among them at one time gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts like the rest we were by nature objects of wrath in point number 2 god's royal provision what is it the knowledge of god in Jesus Christ and in the scriptures the bible alone is truth about god about the world about us about our eternal destiny you don't get that from politicians from philosophers from scientists they all are fallen they all hate god do not add to what i command you and do not subtract from it but keep the commands of the lord your god that i give you deuteronomy 4 verse 2 i believe that i believe everything the bible says the bible reveals the knowledge of our god and savior The word know and knowledge appears 11 times in the short epistle of St Peter. Second, the Bible gives us knowledge of fallen man and his corruption. And it tells us he cannot save himself. This knowledge is found only in God's gift the bible and let me read it to you second timothy 3:14 through 4 verse 5 but as for you continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of because you know those from whom you learned it and how from infancy you have known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus all scripture is god breathed god authored and is useful for teaching rebuking correction training in righteousness so that the man of god may be thoroughly equipped for every good work in the presence of god and of Christ Jesus who will judge the living and the dead and in view of his appearing and his kingdom i give you this charge that's what i'm doing right now preach the word be prepared in season out of season correct rebuke and encourage with great patience and careful instruction for the time will come when men 
will not put up with the sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their reaching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. They have no problem believing in myths, in lies. They tell you, you are not a sinner, you are a wonderful person. You give to charities. But you keep your head in all situations, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, discharge all the duties of your ministry. Friends, the Bible reveals the only Redeemer, God, man, the Messiah, who died for our sins on the cross. So everyone who believes in Jesus will be saved. Matthew 1, she will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Acts 4.12, you read recently, salvation is found in no one else. No other religion has a savior. Only in Christianity you find a savior who died for our sin on the cross. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. Romans 4.25, he was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. Bible reveals that our faith is a gift from God. 2 Peter 1.1 1, 1 and Philippians 1.29 The Bible shows that Jesus is both God and man. 2 Peter 1.1 1, 1, Titus 2.13 While we wait for the blessed hope, the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. What are you waiting for? I'm waiting for Savior, Jesus Christ. He is also the judge. The Bible reveals God's very great and precious promises. And each promise is true. God fulfills it. 2 Corinthians 1.20 Titus 1.2 says, God who cannot lie. We lie, but God cannot lie. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The Bible reveals Jesus is our righteousness. Jeremiah 23.6 In his days Judah will be saved and Israel will live in safety. This is the name by which he will be called the Lord our righteousness. The Bible reveals that we receive grace and peace from God as gift. Ephesians 2.8 For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. 
And this is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God. The whole salvation is a gift of God. The Bible reveals that we receive the gift of a new heart through the miracle of regeneration. A divine, direct, monergistic, powerful act of God. Ephesians 2, 4 and 5. But because of his great love for us, God who is rich in mercy, great love, rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ. Even when we were dead in transgressions, it is by grace you have been saved. You did nothing. You were like Lazarus. Behold, he stinketh. But Jesus came and said, Lazarus, come forth. And he came forth, sir. Did he do anything deserving to come out? Sons of disobedience can become sons of obedience. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 2 says sons of disobedience. 1 Peter 1, 14 through 16 as children of obedience in the Greek text. Do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. Ignorance of God. Ignorance of the scripture. But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in what all you do for it is written, be holy because I am holy. The purpose of our holy life is to have fellowship with God in this life and in the life to come. But he is holy, so you must become holy and he makes you holy. He gives you all gifts necessary for you to be holy. Bible also reveals God's gift of the Holy Spirit who regenerates the sinner, indwells him, teaches him and guides him and empowers him to do God's will with great joy. And we read Romans 8 verse 9. You however are controlled not by the flesh sinful nature. But by the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit of God lives in you. And if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ. He does not belong to Christ. And St. John in 1 John 2 verse 20 and 27 says this. But you have an anointing from the Holy One. And all of you know the truth. As for you, the anointing you received from him remains in you. And you do not need anyone to teach you. But as his anointing teaches you about all things. And as that anointing is real. Holy Spirit, sir. It's a gift that God has given us. And we read in John 14, and I will ask the Father and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever. Now you say about punishing, persecution, crucifixion. Here is Saint Peter about to be crucified. 
for his faith. He says in 1 Peter 4.14, If you are insulted because of the name of Christ, you are blessed because the spirit of glory and of God rests on you. He doesn't leave us when you are about to be crucified. He will rest on you and help you to be crucified for the sake of Jesus Christ. And he will rest on you when you are about to die. And takes you to heaven itself. Behold I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you sir. A true Christian is not afraid of death. We are also given the gift of the holy church. Which Christ builds. So that we belong to it. Worship God in spirit and in truth. Where we devote ourselves daily in apostles doctrine. Fellowship breaking of bread and prayers. Where we love one another as God's holy family helping one another. But let me tell you a secret. Most churches in this country and around the world are synagogues of Satan, not of Christ. Not only that, the ascended Christ also gifted his church with pastors and teachers to preach and teach the word. Your blessed church, where a man of God and men of God declare truth to you. This is not a synagogue of Satan. Proof is the primary means of grace is found here in the preached word. Ephesians 4, 11 and 12. It was he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, some to be pastors and teachers to prepare God's people for works of service. Romans 10. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can someone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Blessed is the church where a man sent by Christ preaches you the way to eternal happiness. Finally, sir, our great destiny. Have the Holy Spirit help you to listen. Our great destiny. What is our great destiny? Glory, glory. To dwell with God forever and ever in a new heaven and a new earth. The dead, corrupt, hell-bound sinners are saved by Jesus Christ and be glorified to dwell with God in a new heaven and a new earth where there is no sin or suffering or death. John writes in Revelation 21, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, 
and there was no longer any sea i saw the holy city the new jerusalem coming down out of heaven from god prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband and i heard a loud voice from the throne saying now the dwelling of god is with men and he will live with them and they will be his people and god himself will be with them and be their god he will wipe away every tear from their eyes there will be no more death or mourning or crying for the old order of things has passed away and saint paul says romans said and you can read my first volume on romans For those God foreknew he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and those he predestined he also called those he called he also justified those he justified he also glorified yeah. friends glory is our destiny friends saints of god God in Jesus Christ has given all things necessary to get rid of our sin and death and corruption and to possess the life of God in our soul and to live a holy life here and now and be clothed in glory later glory i said is our destiny not that we become deities but we become like jesus we remain finite creatures but we shall be holy without sin to enjoy eternal fellowship with god we shall be without sin in soul and body even now we are regenerated converted justified reconciled adopted being sanctified to be glorified when Christ returns again in glory Matthew 25:31 when the son of man comes in his glory and all the angels with him he will sit on his throne in heavenly glory we have escaped the corruption in this fallen world whose god is the devil who is a liar and the father of all lies first john 5:19 we know that we are children of god and that the whole world is under the control of the evil one the elect received mercy mercy there was great and grace was free pardon there was multiplied to me there my heart found liberty at calvary second corinthians 4 4 and 6 the god of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers verse 6 for god who said let light shine out of darkness made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of god in the face of jesus christ we are favored people because of god's great love and rich mercy he made us alive with christ because of 
his great love god who is rich in mercy made us alive with christ even when we were dead in transgression it is by grace you have been saved and god raised us up with christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in christ jesus in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in christ jesus for by grace we have been saved through faith and this not from yourselves it is the gift of god not by works so that no one can boast we are god's workmanship created in christ jesus under good works which god has foreordained that we should do them if you don't live a holy life god hasn't saved you god hasn't gifted you royally and let me read to you hebrews 2:10 through 12 in bringing many sons to glory Ephesians 5:25 through 27 husbands love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her what's her holy cleansing her by the washing with water through the word and to present her to himself what's her a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish but holy and blameless glory is our destiny Revelation 19 Hallelujah for our God almighty reigns let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory for the wedding of the lamb has come and his bride has already made herself ready fine linen bright and clean was given to her fine linen stands for the righteous deeds of his saints He is holy and he will have a holy bride. He is glorious and he will have a glorious bride. Philippians 3:20 and 21 but our citizenship is in heaven and we eagerly wait a savior from there the lord jesus christ who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body sir make sure you are going to heaven and peter said first peter 1 5 1 and 4 to the elders among you i appeal as a fellow elder and a witness of christ's sufferings and one who will share in the glory to be revealed and when the chief shepherd appears you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away in view of our destiny of glory let us not be distracted by the evil desires of the world that is corrupt let us fix our eyes on jesus revealed in the holy scriptures who obeyed god always filled with the holy spirit Let us therefore say no to sin and yes to Jesus whom we confessed as our lord this Jesus is almighty who has gifted us 
with everything we need to live a godly life in this morally filthy world. He called us by his own glory and goodness to make us good and glorious by the Holy Spirit. He has poured out on us. So let us say with St. Paul, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Listen to St. Paul. To this end I labor struggling with all his energy which so powerfully works in me. By grace we are vitally united with Christ as branches to the vine to bear fruit, more fruit and much fruit even the fruit of the spirit love, joy, peace, patience, kindness goodness, faithfulness gentleness, self-control and so on and we read in Romans 6 don't you know that all of us who are baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too live, what sir? A new life. Holy life. We live a new life. A godly life. Trusting in the very great and precious promises of God. For the glory of God. Every promise is true. Claim it. Trust it. And you will receive grace. Grace that is greater than all our sins. We present you as Jesus Christ who is gracious. Grace flows from him to you. Receive grace and be saved. Heavenly Father, we pray that you enable us to pray the prayer of the publican. And he prayed, have mercy upon me, a sinner. And your son said, he went home justified. God saved him. Help us to do the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Grace Valley Christian Center is committed to the unchanging truth of the Holy Scriptures. We have been proclaiming the whole counsel of God since 1974 through our weekly worship services, our website resources, and our publishing ministry. For more information about our church, to find more edifying sermons, or to order books by the Rev. P.G. Matthew, please visit our website at gracevalley.org.